Good morning, this is Christine, and today's briefing is called Don't Leave Home Without This, Wisdom. It's Acts number 59 out of Acts chapter 17. After the last morning briefing, A Prayer for Now, I learned that folks are dipping low, needing constructive ways to reach out to God. If you didn't get a chance to read or listen to it, I've included a link in the written morning briefing. Now, I do believe that God responds to help, God, but we have so much more to say to him, so much more to ask of him than help. I suggested that in praying for yourself, you ought ask God for two things, wisdom and blessing, as both are scriptural. As we move into the latter half of Acts chapter 17, we are going to see the juxtaposition of worldly wisdom and the wisdom of God. I invite you to consider with me God's wisdom. The writer of Proverbs tells us, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Yes, God is the source of wisdom. And what's more, he offers it to us. The brother of our Lord wrote, If you lack wisdom, ask God and he will give it to you. James 1 verse 5. Now that's pretty straightforward, isn't it? So how do we define and apply God's wisdom in our life, friends? Several ways. The wisdom of God encompasses six things, I believe. First, understanding. If you are wise, you'll understand what is true, right, and lasting. It includes discretion, the ability to decide responsibly. Prudence, wise in handling practical matters, exercising good judgment, common sense, careful about one's conduct. Discernment, keen insight knowledge, scholarly learning, and finally, action, exercising discretion, prudence, discernment in choosing a course of action for ourselves. Pray specifically daily for God's wisdom. James breaks it down even more for us when he says, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering, without hypocrisy. James 3, verse 17. You know, the wisdom of the world may include lofty thinking and pondered philosophies, but it will leave the soul empty and in the end is folly. Paul gives the whole subject greater consideration in his first letter to the Corinthians, contrasting wisdom and foolishness. So where does this leave the philosophers, the scholars, and the world's brilliant debaters? Paul said, God has made the wisdom of this world look foolish, since God in his wisdom saw to it that the world would never know him through human wisdom. He has used our foolish preaching, that is Paul's, to save those who believe. 1 Corinthians 1. And so, I pray that you would strive after the wisdom of God, not man. Desire it, pray for it, 
that you may grow in its fullness, that your life might be characterized by it. Grace and peace to you, fellow travelers. Seems like a good time for a little Brooklyn tabernacle. My life is in your hands. Just me.